Um, I think the last one was that he was forging his mother's signature on checks. I did a similar thing, but it was my my school planner. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I've done a couple of PE notes like that in the, back in the day. Yeah, and on my long hair, refused to participate. <laughs> in a world preoccupied with professionalism, do you already think you know what a good podcast is? That's bullshit. That's not how the world works. Have you even considered any alternatives? What about uninformed hosts? Only the last watch where I understood what her name actually was. Unwarranted and potentially liable accusations. Tom Cruise, he's just like slight kicks Brad Pitt. Audio issues. Uh, by the way, how do we record? Irrelevant tangents. If we go like to the girl's house and then there's like oh, friends. I'll stop you there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a section we can have in. Didn't think you had. So you've never heard the semi-professionals. I did not enjoy one fucking single bit of it. Uh, welcome to Semi Professionals, uh, a podcast featuring four uh, semi-known filmmakers with semi-promising careers ahead. I'll say that. Uh, with, with Nick Bailey, um, Matt Flack, and Lujin, uh, one of them is a writer, another uh, does camera. <laughs> um, one holds a script. In no particular order. <laughs> I'll let you decide who you think It rotates. Uh, this week we are talking about the 2017 film Good Time, uh, directed by Benny Safdie and Josh Safdie, written by Ronald Bronstein and Josh Safdie, cinematography by Sean Price Williams, uh, starring Robert Patterson, Benny Safdie, Buddy Dress. Um, our log line. After a robbery goes wrong, I should say our. The log line. Edit that out. The log line. After a robbery goes wrong, Connie's younger brother, Nick, is arrested and sent to prison. Desperate to get him out, Connie does everything he can to pay Nick's bail. Um... What do we do next? <laughs> do we do we guess things? Yeah, let's, let's do. Let's guess. Let's guess some things. A fan favorite, right? The box. Well, I'm going to go fan. F- no, I've got a better fan favorite for you. Go on. Film or digital? Love it, Jack. I'm gonna. Go. Is this to direct it to one person, or are we, are we asking all? For this well, one? we usually go for Luke, but let's let's go around. Okay. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty. It's not like it's a ballpark kind of thing but yeah we need to see third medium in there at some point <laughs> um <laughs> i'm gonna go digital I'm me going too f- i'm going film oh sorry i mean film fuck film. too late too late oh. jack what is no, it too late no, you said no, it no no film it's recorded oh, shit. uh yeah it's film oh fuck it's the safeties they fucking oh, do they? Yeah. Do they love trendy. Them? They're trendy, aren't they? Trendy. Well, that's Very, it, isn't it? They're trendy and it's New annoyed, Yorkers. Yeah. It annoyed me that New Luke said it last week about it being a trendy film. Oh, it was the arms crossed. Oh, we'll get into we'll that. have to get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we need to get into that. <laughs> but it is it is a definite thing. It's an element of of these yeah. two that it can't be avoided. They they're well, reaping the benefits, oh, so they almost they also need to be rinsed for it too. 
for it to be fair. Why is that though? <laughs> no, that I'll, I'll why like, you feel that? All right, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll get, get into, into it. it. Well, I, 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 after after um, the cast, I also put distributed by A24. So I guess that comes into it. Massive. Yeah. It's an A24 film. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Are we wearing our t-shirts or shorts today? A24 merch? Anyone no. got them? I, I only... I only wear letterbox stuff now. That's true. <laughs> Big statement. <laughs> yeah, I, I own two two pieces of A24 merch, and I, I can't wait to get into why these guys are problematically zeitgeisty. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait is it the t-shirt and the shorts? And the shorts, yeah. Often paired. Oh, man. Oh, at the same I lost time. my t-shirt, no. or I threw it out. I can't remember. I think mine shrunk a bit. Oh, they're so... I get, I get fucking swole. They get so uh, <laughs> so small. Sorry, sorry to confirm the, the former for you, Nick. <laughs> they do shrink in the wash. Uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking that too, and Matt, sadly. Matt's ordered one. So me and Matt, ordered, I ordered a bigger size because of aforementioned problem. And Matt well, recently. also ordered the same. This is Hold before on. A24 shipped to England. Uh, this was more than a year ago. Fabian Colas, if you're out there, can you fucking send them, please? I want my, t- I want my T-shirt, Fabian. I have reminded you, and this poor lad who you don't even know I've is out of out T-shirts. <laughs> it's actually a joke. I've got three on rotation. Uh, well, you, so you've ordered T-shirts from a year ago and they haven't arrived? More than a year oh, ago. So we've That's been doing this for, you know... Over a year now, how was this not discussed with everybody? Maybe somebody yeah, else f- wants t-shirts, guys. Actually, well, you've already got the fuck. fucking t-shirt. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's small. I, I, it's I gone small. Like I, I missed out on the first round. Yeah, all, all three of you fucks got a hey, t-shirt. I remember. I remember saying to yeah, you, you, Matt. Fucks. I was like, I, I remember saying it to you, and you you actually thought it was a joke. We offered. Hey, hey me. Yeah, I said it to you, and then it was like a week later, and I was like, oh, we got them. And you're like, oh, I actually thought you were joking. <laughs> oh. And we didn't get them a week later, because oh. our former colleague oh, had to no. drive them from the States. Oh, <laughs> Wasn't like, oh yeah. Didn't, didn't Janina have to get them? Janina had to yeah. smuggle them in. Wait, so 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 have you ordered more <laughs> yeah, stuff? Take, take that back. No, we got the same t-shirt, so... Just Matt, like we're like part know, of the gang. What's wrong with to that? To be part of the gang, same t-shirt. I got a bigger one. Got it sent to my mates in in Los Angeles and now it's in Luxembourg and uh, he maintains Fuck. that his his dad I, last time I reminded him his dad was going to send it and it's not being produced so right. either either Brexit means Brexit or he hasn't sent it I bet he's wearing it on rotation maybe his dad's wearing it <laughs> anyway should we guess the budget uh, no. No, I want to. I want to. So it's the same T-shirt. Okay, fine. Same T-shirt. But you said they shipped to the UK now. They shipped to the UK now. So literally, Matt could have ordered one now. Oh, mate, look at all this <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna order one. Got, I'm sorry, Matt. They've, they've got candles now. <laughs> they've got candles. Really? They've got books. They've got coffee table books. They've got, they've got a beach towel. Oh, what yeah. do the candles smell like? Somebody do something witty. Um. Nah. Oh. Hmm. Robert Eggers' uh, tears. Or Wiki. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Wiki. Um, 
Weinstein's armpits. <laughs> All right, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> My son's armpits, HW, he's got a problem. He tried shore for men, nothing worked. He tried blocking up the pores with cement. Yes, yeah, sure. nothing worked. <laughs> Guess the budget. Come on, I'm going to go 15. <clears throat> Million. Yeah. You crazy. Oh, no, 100. That's a lot. Is it? I'm going six. I'm going two. Ah, uh, fuck you, Nick. What? It's two How much million. is it? Is a million. it? Two million dollars. Yeah, I've, two I've million. done well there, haven't I? Blind. They did. Um, they do anything? They did one movie before this, didn't they? As one, a director um, yeah, duo, one, one feature. They've done a shitload of shorts, yeah. about 10, 15 shorts. Really? It, heaven knows what. Yep, it's about a, I think, a drug addict and suicide. Yeah. What is that? The future or the shorts? Ish, issues, you know. The the, the feature. Feature. Okay. Um, she's a she's a heroin addict. On the on on the on the streets. Has anyone seen um, a short? No. Um. no. Also no. features Buddy Buddy Duress, but they also it's the same same writer, same um, Ronald Bronstein. Same camera camera guy. No, it I wasn't. They met him at like New York. Oh. Tish so Film house. School or no, something. Weird one. So the cinematographer is a weird one. I'm not sure what's going on. I bet on they now. met in a Manali, to be honest. That's how they met Buddy Duress. Really? Manali? Yeah. Oh, God's sake. Who's who's Buddy Duress? He is the guy who he um he breaks out of the hospital. Uh, he's a uh, oh, uh, But he was under a duress before. Tell. <laughs> we'll I get on to him. A, a- an annoying story. They chucked story. him out of a cab. There's definitely an annoying, an annoying like folk story behind meeting at all wait, the cast. All the wait, Luke. Wait. <laughs> we'll get into that in a second, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I know your shoulders are hurting because it's also crossed. See, what happened was I was at a urinal, right? And they looked over to the guy next to me and he had a big cock. So I said, hey, you got a big cock. And then, and then he became my camera operator, basically. It's a really funny story, actually, how I met that guy. We were both running from the cops. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sirens. Do you know any... Well, there's an element of truth to that, actually. Of course. Sir. Right, guess the, guess the box office then. The other the other guessing thing that we do. I thought this went straight not... to Netflix. No, that was um, Uncut... Uncut Gems. Mm. Oh, really? Because wasn't that the first... I think this came to Netflix like, fairly major... soon, though, as well. Mm. Like yeah, but I it had a release. It, on it had um, it had uh, a limited release. Um, yeah. I'll go. Um, I'll go nine. Uh, ten, ten or eight million if it was limited. Wow, because oh. I don't remember hearing about this at all. I'm going six. I guess we're used to doing bigger films. It's going a hundred. But I have to say, I didn't think this would be like the smallest of them. Shit, on there, bud. Wikipedia tabs just nah, gone. Happy time, surely. <laughs> this is good. This is going good. So going six, eight, like nine. No, wait. Four, which is minus four point one three hundred thousand dollars. 
Nick, you know what? It's you again. You got twice both. the money. But this is the thing, and I don't know. This must be the smallest budget we've done. Happy times. Or Paris, Texas was a million. Oh. Because I, I think you're right, Nick, that it, went, it, it, it was on Netflix quite early. Yeah. But how would that work? Well, they buy of- the they buy the distribution rights off of them or they buy like yeah. if i guess that's a good deal for them and that wouldn't be in the in the box office like if you want if you can get netflix to like show your movie that's the best way of getting your name out there probably mm. like on, because otherwise a small movie like this you're going to get a super limited release and it's going to get forgotten within weeks um, but when it's on Netflix, it's a pretty sweet deal, really. Yeah. I wonder how that worked for their, we're going to shoot everything on film and it's all about like the, you know, because that doesn't really, those two things don't really fit together too much. What, the budget? No, the whole like, we're going to shoot all of it on film and we're going to give it the super like, you know, filmy, grainy, but it wasn't. It wasn't made look, for Netflix then, though. No, it wasn't, but obviously with Netflix, the the compressions and everything will take away oh, from right. that a little bit. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day... What do you think? Got to make the money. What, the compression? Yeah, but do you think it'll affect it more than a, a digital image? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, the compression on Netflix is pretty... pretty but intense. why would the compression affect it, affect a film image more than a... No, you but you just you lose some of that grainy, gritty look and feel. I think, to a degree, you know, like for example, I mean, I don't have this on Blu-ray, but if it would be on on Blu-ray or you guys, uh, whatever, um, <laughs> uh, it would be a higher quality image than what I saw on Netflix because it would just be compressed quite a bit. Well, I I know that generally. But I just didn't know it would affect film more so than. No, maybe not more so. But if their their aesthetic is a big part of, like the film aesthetic is a big part of this film. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like it's you would lose some of that. Yeah. Um, not more so than other other films, obviously. I, I but... actually wonder if it would be a little less because if you watch stuff like Ozark and stuff, because of their compression, you get a lot of banding. Whereas I mm. feel like grain might disguise banding a bit. Yeah, I could be wrong. <clears throat> Maybe a little bit, but the grain it'll get packed into the same dynamic right. range and uh, uh, so color space. Grain. Yeah, mm. Mm. Wow. that'll be good to look into. Actually, I wonder how many uh, and really interesting for listeners too. But I wonder how many <laughs> film <laughs> shot um, projects are on are on Netflix and how they sort of. Get around that. That'd be quite but a few. Anyway. But I mean, that yeah. that it would be only probably noticeable to a like cinephile person who would really be looking for that difference. Mm. I think, oh, of course, there would be loads. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about Netflix originally. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, 
Everybody oh. watches on Netflix. What's the, uh, yeah, still on Netflix. What's the next question? <laughs> That's how this works, isn't what? it? Is this, Guess is this still on Netflix? amount of crew members. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah, it is. Is it still on Netflix? That's where I watched it, yeah. It is, because that's where you watched it too. Yeah, it's also where I watched it. <laughs> I was just just You meant since last Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. For for the uh, listeners who will probably listen to this and like, oh, wow, good time. I'm going to watch that film. And now I know the compression's not that bad on Netflix, so I'll probably go and watch it on Netflix. <laughs> Steer them to Netflix. See, I would... I would be intrigued to see it without Netflix. Like, why didn't you buy it on Blu-ray? High bit rate, because it was on Netflix, and I'm not. I, 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 I All like right, this mate. movie. Well, let's, let's start with let's dive, let's first impressions it. with Nick. Then, yeah, that right? can't be glossed it, over. It wasn't I, wasn't worthy of a Blu-ray purchase. Hang on, you bought what did you buy? Some atrocious piece of art. Oh, downsizing the post. Yeah. <laughs> there was one worse. There was a worse one. But those weren't on Netflix. So the question then is, do I buy it digitally on Amazon or do I buy the Blu-ray? And I buy the Blu-ray. Blu-ray. But if it is on Netflix available, and unless it's something I, I would really want to have. Yeah, but your pride and joy is, is, your, is your Blu-ray shelving, which will hmm. soon be a cupboard and which soon be a, a wall. Yeah, I know, but I've been spending a lot on it lately. <laughs> I need to dial it back a bit. The line was drawn at good time. It's a, it's a problem. No. Yeah, go on. First impressions. Let's let's reel this back um, in. All right, let's just start with some uh, my, some of my first impressions. So I I watched this maybe two years ago or something like that. I was listening to a podcast and they were going through like Oscar nominations or best best movies. And they, I don't know if this was an Oscar contender for anything, but they mentioned this as, I can't believe this movie isn't being talked about more. <laughs> and um, I then I then watched it. I really liked the, the first watch of it. Um, but the there wasn't an immediate urgency to watch it again. And I have to say the second watch wasn't as definitely isn't wasn't as good as my as my first watch because it's just such a a feeling and energetic kind of it's almost like a little bit stressful in times um so yeah not a great rewatch good first watch um but you didn't you didn't enjoy it the second time what because you already knew what was going to happen or it was just a stressful side of it um, I said so to be fair, I'd forgotten some parts of it. Um, but then uh, subconsciously, I, I rolled a little bit with my eyes when it's like, oh, of course, he I remember now he he breaks the wrong guy out of hospital. Um, and then it was like, oh, yeah, I remember. And then I remembered uh, everything of it. Um, you know, the, the the one thing that I did really remember is the first the bank. Uh, Rob, which I think is still very cool. I like those masks. Uh, like the way they look. Um, yeah, great first watch. Not as enthusiastic about it on the second watch. <clears throat> well, fair enough. 
Okay. Yeah, my um. Not my... Blu-ray. Not Blu-ray worthy. Not worthy the Blu-ray. Get it. Hey, if, if, if I come across it, if I come across it secondhand, somewhere. CEX. I will. I will. Yeah, CEX. Um, I will buy. I think what you're trying to say, Nick, is it you weren't. It didn't blew you away. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah. It didn't blew. <laughs> it blew me away. <laughs> Wait, say that, say that in your happy times accent. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> say in your federation uh, accent. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, again, blue Um, All right, then. Well, Luke, let's sandwich Nick's opinion in with yours. Yeah, I'm of a similar opinion as Nick. I watched it probably the same time two years ago. Um, and it's a thrill ride, so I think on second watch, it's never going to be as exciting as the first, just because you watch it unravel. Part of the fun of this film is, and of their other work is like you see everything happen for the first time. It's kind of surprising. It takes left turns. They're on this like laying the tracks before the train kind of journey. So I feel if you're predicting that, it's always going to be less enjoyable. But I still enjoyed it. Um, I like the style. I like the sort of run and gun style and the fact that it's shot in film, I respect even more because they, especially on a lower budget, had to be quite, probably quite economic with that. Like we're going to do one or two takes of this and that's it. So yeah, good film. Yeah. My, um, and a good time. I watched it at a similar time, probably two, two to three. Yeah. Probably when it was first, first out like you guys on Netflix. And, um, I actually enjoyed it the second time more than the first time. The first time I found, uh, I was more caught up in the in the look of it, and the the music and the there's things there's element a lot of elements I enjoyed, but the second time I found more in with um, uh, uh, what's his face, Patson. Oh, Patson. Yeah, what's his name? Cameron. Mm, I don't know his name actually. Yeah, main dude. I I found myself more more uh, like focused on him and backing him in his journey and like trying to understand what basically like um what watching the story as opposed to the the gimmickness of it in parts like the 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 cool lighting and the crazy music and the the kind of the wackiness of it yeah i enjoyed it the second time more than the first i feel like i'm not part of the gang if i now don't say that i watched it two or three years ago just um, say it anyway. But I guess it only came out in 2017. Um, yeah, I watched it on Netflix. Um, yeah, I, I, I get what everyone's saying, to be fair. I, I, I'm probably more leaning with Nat, uh, Matt. Nat, and Natalie, actually. Nat. Thanks. Nat. It's a Star Wars Nat, who episode is. two. <laughs> I'm Natalie. <laughs> I'll never leave that character down. Typecasted forever. Oh, oceans, we can do table reads oh um uh, i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it second time mm. war but i think that's just because i it's uh i don't think it's a film that i was like desperate to come back and watch and i'm glad there's kind of like um 
there's a semi-strong opinion. That was uh, some intentional. There's a strong, there's there's opinions here, uh, and I like that Luke had his his um his his first thought about it being a trendy film, and I do get that. But I, I actually I really enjoyed it the second time. And there's a lot that I just for, I'd forgotten about, and <laughs> it was still it still kept me entertained. Whether I think whatever your opinions like might be on the film, I think it still keeps you entertained. Uh, regardless, and I think it's quite a, a a fresh or not. It's done before, but it's a, it's a it's a newer, fresher style of cinema with the constant tension and stress. Uh, it's quite simple, it's to the point, but it's there's a there's a lot there to be entertained by. So you know that's that's what you watch films for. Yeah, that was part of their their intention no didn't they say something like that that they wanted to make like popcorn cinema mm. kind of kind of something like just like purely entertaining energetic keeps you like sucks you in and keeps you there for two hours like yeah. i heard i heard something like that i think i read something like that as well it's a, and, mm. and with a small budget as well like to be able to yeah. hook people for that amount of time without i think they said something about or journalists about about Marvel and 100 million and 10 A-listers and how that sometimes struggles to keep you for that amount of time. But for they, yeah. they wanted to do that, but with something small scale and with a, a semi-straightforward story about brothers and, and crime and like, set over, over the course of one night. Yeah, um, and they manage that, no? Yeah. I think, I mean, it is yeah. like, it, it does keep you, keep you in through like the quick-paced edits, the... The, the music especially like really keeps me mm. in this like it's this constant yeah. like, ding, ding 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 energetic stressful kind of like the inner mind of maybe the, the what 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 gets reflected from robert pattinson's character how he's doing um where his stress levels are at is kind of like represented in the music and he's you know stressed throughout the entire yeah. film pretty much so it's just like dun 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 no. So is that the the lack of rewatchability, Luke? Because you mentioned it's stressful, because all of us didn't seek out to to watch it again, but we all we all weren't offended by the first one. We didn't think it was terrible, but maybe that tension is like something you wouldn't willingly revisit. I I know there's people that don't like to do it because it's uncomfortable. I don't mind it. Like I watch Uncut Gems again now with no problems. Mm. Maybe because I just. Not because I just don't get invested, because I don't, I don't mind. I know that's the what's the film's trying to do, and I agree with you. I think it, this does exactly what it's trying to do. Mm. If that's their remit, it fulfills that like one to one completely. Um, yeah. I just feel like like there's a part of it that's, as I said, it's it's laying the tracks before the train, just before the train hits the floor, mm. and the part of the excitement is to see what that is, and if you know what it is, and it's not a left turn anymore. I think it. I don't think it dramatically reduces it, like not mm. even maybe ten percent, but like it just does a little bit. It just like takes a bit of a hit, mm. like and when there's lulls in the story, like when he stays at the the girl's house, you, it's it's a nice break in pacing when you watch it the first time. But when you expect it, you go you settle in for a bit of a longer stint. Yeah, and, yeah. And then the sure. reveal of you know it's not her brother. Um. It, Look, this is the same with any film, I guess, but this relies more on momentum. And I think when that is the case, 
you know it, it stops it, it slows things down a little bit more when you know it's coming yeah that, yeah it's, it's not so much like thrills maybe as or in equal parts momentum like you say because there's equally thrilling films but that have more for me more rewatchability and a, yeah. and a depth that can be revisited but i guess you're right it's it's momentum and a lot of that's what this film is i think the thing where it maybe differs from um what's the other one called uncut gems, uh, uncut gems, uncut gems. is that that um adam sandler's life is constantly on the line there's like an immediate threat there to get him mm. whereas here he's yes he's trying to break his brother out of prison but there's not that immediate thing like if he doesn't do something Im like right now it's not going to have huge repercussions for it and and i felt slightly like his he he even kind of like veers off from from the path of saving his his brother in in parts a little bit or it feels like with the whole big set piece that we spend in the adventure park yes the end goal is to, to, to get it, yeah. money to you know but it doesn't feel like it's like too many steps away from from the original like he's not chasing maybe the the, the you know the money enough yeah that that felt se that felt separate to me as well because i i would think yeah. if he's if he's robbed a bank already and he's the guy that would stick up a place then getting like acid in a bottle and finding someone to buy it from you and it's not even yours like it's very mm. very removed Mm. but they, they've already trodden the whole bank bank robbery thing at the beginning so like yeah. question on um uh criminology and crimes and yeah go on. uh uh posting bonds and stuff so so you can so he's been arrested right and he could pay was it 10 grand or 15 grand it was more no wasn't it like wasn't he missing 10 grand so yeah. he had to do. I thought like I thought he owed him something. Crazy. I thought he owed him money already. Yeah, because that's why I couldn't work it. Already. Yeah, did he? But he's a bail bondsman. Yeah, yeah, and I think he owed him. I don't know. I really get the feeling that he owed him money for something already. And he had a debt, you know, because debt that's an insanely high bond. Otherwise, for for like just you know running away from the cops, I guess. I didn't. This is why I couldn't work out. Was was that he's. He's trying to pay the 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 post bail right for his brother. He's trying to pay to get him out, but it's okay. But he's but there's been a, an armed robbery and he's arrested for this armed robbery. Could you can you still buy this person back out of prison? Okay, so I th I think it, I think it was the guy said um, the bondsman assured him that they haven't got anything on him. Is that right? And and for him mm. not to worry, because there was a conversation with the head, it would be like, oh, no, it's simple. Just like 15, 20 grand, put up, put up the bow and we could get him out. Like they haven't got, they haven't got him. They've brought in, brought in him in. And they're, because he's in the state he is, because the first thing was him on a court order, um, court order therapy, being institutionalized because he's um, violent with his, his grandma. grandma with yeah, so he, he's worried that if his brother's in the system like this, then he's going to be taken out of his hands again. So, so if he's caught by the police and he's smashed through a big plate glass window and he's got mental problems and he was previously just in court order therapy for, for being being violent with his grandma, like the brother could be taken. So it's not like he's been arrested for a bank robbery. It's like the the system has found his brother again and they're going to take him away. 
Um, but if you have the money, you can get him out of that institution so they don't tickle the boxes and do you know what I mean? To like get to get him through the, the system into a yeah. Because isn't it just the fact that some crimes you can pay post bail and it might be more for some sort of severe times. It just means they're not laying in prison whilst they're waiting for their trial, right? He's still yeah. gonna be charged for something, but he's at least out of the danger of being in a prison. Yeah. Because it was it, it was kind of the part with with the bondsman whoever it was because I I I kind of took it as that it was like a um that he he could give him the money and he was kind of like doing him a favor like he was calling up the judge or something I couldn't quite work that out and it was and and it felt like like you said it felt like he owed him money already. Mm. I do wonder about that because the amount mm-hmm. because he still the the amount that he tries to get off the credit card from his girlfriendy person is I think over it's like ten or twelve grand. It's like yeah. ten grand that, or something, right? And he didn't he ask for like sixty five at least from from the bank or something like that. Like he already uh, gave the bonds person quite a lot of money. Mm. No, he gave he gave the bonds person the dirty money. They're oh. already exploded with the pink stuff, which he owed right. him I think, already. I, yeah, and which he owed him. And I think the bondsman said, "This is no good. This only accounts because it's so yeah. fucked up. This only accounts for 30. so much." Yeah. And then he said, "All right, can I use that towards the bail?" And I think he says, "No, right? That's just like a hmm. like he can't." Yeah. So. Well, th- I think that that happens a bit later. Wait, no. When, when does he give him the money after it's his brother? Really com- yeah. True. Yeah. It's quite complicated that. I, I guess his relationship with the as, as a function of momentum, and same with uncut gems. There's so many different things. It, it it's like plate spinning. Yeah, plate spinning, and and a backstory between people that's mm. very very like rich. They know each other already. They've got all this shit going on, and you're you're going to come in right at this moment, and we're not going to explain black and white their whole past history, which is it's kind it's. It's kind of nice, but then, but then it's the thing of oh, what's going on? Sometimes, I think that's why I do kind of like it is that it is because it's just straight in. Yeah, and there's like, is that I think that's the only relationship that would become. It seems quite complex. Is that whatever he's dealing with with the bondsman? Because I, I, did, I got the impression that he had a debt to pay already, and maybe that's yeah. why they were robbing the bank. Yeah, yeah, he for sure. Yeah, then, other than that. It's just like it's it's kind of video gamey. It's kind of like there's a problem to solve. Like there's an end goal, right? He needs to save his brother mm. from being institutionalized or whatever. Mm. Um, and that's and that's the that's the end goal. But it's just these there's constant barriers that he needs to like knock down at each stage to to still get to this end goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not it doesn't really go too much beyond that. It's just these things that happen around him that influence yeah. his emotions and his actions that he takes. So I guess it's not, there's not, it's not like a crazy amount to get your head around. No, I think that the, you, it's very easy to kind of track the, the base story. Mm-hmm. It's, I guess it's a little bit harder to piece it together afterwards, but while you're watching, you really don't have time to put anything together because you're constantly thrown right into the next, um, the next situation and there's more quick dialogue that that and then there's another idea and then he goes to the hospital mm. um 
I think that draws you in, though. I think, like, yeah, definitely. I don't, that's not really a complaint, me not knowing what happened, because I'll watch it again and I'll know what happened. Like, he goes to the bail bondsman office, and I think there's so much exposition being chucked at you, like, information, not an exposition in a bad way, but you're, you're trying to catch up to their relationship, as you say, and their, and their current situation. And you had no idea that bef- before they did the bank robber, uh, bank robberies, that they're paying back for almost but yeah that's a nice he's, he's he's on a something, he's on a wheel already yeah, isn't something he? he's off paying screen, back for yeah. a crime he's already already done and that's quite a nice like cycle that you you realize only in that scene so i think you're always mm. trying to catch up and you're leaning in to listen to all this dialogue which it, it isn't trying so hard to explain it to you it's just kind of laying it out there and see if you get it mm. yeah yeah was this um just maybe to the casting a little bit was this one of the first things that pattinson had done after twilight like when did twilight movies i don't know when the last one came out but this seems to be the first one of like him trying to get um like edgy roles to lose his yeah he done a edward or was it edward or is it robert yeah you got that spot on nick first time thank you (laughs) Guys. He, he done, he, he's done a few weird ones before it. He he done. Uh, didn't he do Cosmopolis? I'm just getting some up here. Ah, oh, yeah. Right. Lost City of Z. But yeah, this was the Rover he done. But yeah, the he Pat- he he's getting out of it. Yeah. Patonessence. Yeah, Patonessence. Patonessence. Um, because he was actually because we I think we spoke about him in the Lighthouse. He's he's actively seeking those those strange effed up roles mm. he'd um he'd actually he emailed them yeah it's just kind of roll yeah uh, were you gonna say it uh yeah go on no. Matt, you say it. no no you said no because well, nick, no, nick is that what you're laughing about earlier with luke because luke's gonna hate it the weird way that they got in touch no oh. I, I, I mean I... go on jack you jack you... <laughs> nice buddy duress it's buddy Jurassic. The buddy buddy Jurassic is the weird one. You do you do Edward Cullen, and I'll do buddy okay. Jurassic. So so Edward Cullen saw a screenshot of um, their feature film beforehand, just the screen grab of a bit of the movie Ugh. with with like um so like similar lighting, like red backlit, like super like foggy, like a woman, uh, very moody, and he he was frantically mm-hmm. e- emailing the Safety brothers saying, "Oh, this is like this is uh, destiny that we work together. Please, please." Like do this, and then they agreed, and they hadn't even had a film in place to do it, but they had Patterson um, attached. And then for I think two, three months before the shoot, um, Patterson live uh, got a crummy little apartment out in Brooklyn, and was uh, and was uh, and was in in character in a basement. And he put on a on a loop. He's in the interview he said he put on a loop of an old uh, like Times Square live feed on the shitty little TV in the corner, and would just sit at it and stew. And then it just pisses me off to no end. It's insane. Like I don't mind. You know that. what's the worst thing that these things are like revealed in interviews? If you want to do that, do it for yourself. Uh, I don't know. I this is such a. Ugh. I don't know. I don't. I think think. I think you've got to put it into context for him. He's done Harry Potter. He's done Twilight, and he's like, you've got to get out of that, those kind of shitty roles. You can't be known. As the mm. Daniel Radcliffe of no, Superman. don't get me wrong. I I don't disagree so with I that. Think, I think it's the yeah, Times Square on TV and staring at it and <laughs> telling us about it. 
I think the tell us about it. That's the thing that that irks you the most. I think. Yeah. Because if it's part of your art and your craft, then you then you do do it it. for for that. That should be the results are on screen. You shouldn't convince us that your results on screen are are better because you went through this whole thing to do it. He's obviously been interviewed about his process, though. What are you supposed to say? You're supposed to lie about not doing it. Like you would do it because it is is of interest. I don't mind the whole actor's process thing. That's not. I'm I'm not going to get annoyed at that because like. I'm all for, you know, the Blue Valentine thing, live in a house for a month with a fake family and do birthday parties. Right. Oh, yeah. It, if that gets you into it, I guess it gets you into mm, it. But it's not the process, yeah. it's, it's just the the chatting about it. But as you say, how can you avoid it? You can't lie about how, it. Like as, he didn't interview himself about it, as, did he? As long as you don't get into like a a Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder and go through those crazy processes just so you have a good story for when the film's released. Well, that's another marketing ploy, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, true. arguably half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, only he can know. So you yes. got to, you got to do though, isn't it? He's gonna, he's, he's always going to be Twilight. Yeah, true. And I guess Twilight's not exactly. He's not like he's interviewing vampires team, and recording team. how they yeah. say things. Like it's just like he's got to turn up, do his job on the day, look good as he does it. But at least for these, he's like. And I think a lot of people have regarded this as one of his like best performances. Oh yeah, I, re- I, I, I like I. I really like him. I, think I so. really like him in this, and considering, and I think one of the reasons that this surprised me the most is that it's it's our parts, like off the back of Twilight, and and for for those for those of us who aren't into Twilight, I don't know if any of you are. That's okay if you are, because that's you know, different shades. Cool. Yeah. Do you know what um, I think? I just figured out what annoys me about the process. I think this movie of what the movie is doesn't require that if we talk about for example the lighthouse or joker movie or you know where you're these extreme people who are so far removed from any real life experience that you could have i completely understand that you would go through that big process of trying to get into the mind i don't think this movie Mm. needs that Mm -hmm. I think he's more like he's trying to get into the because he's a he's a British posh boy actor. Right. He has actually broke his disabled brother out of prison before. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jack, that's true. Yeah, that is a transformation. No, I mean, it is a world away he's, from he, him. He's not already he's, a New Yorker. Yeah, because I know, like I read that he had, he was like, he's going to annoy Nicky but more. But he would, he would, he had the scripts and he like he would get certain people to read the script on the street and record it and then listen back to it at night. Whoa, <sighs> that's worse. That's horrible. Wait, that's I missed. Worse. I missed the day right. I missed the day right. He he would record people like I think he would speak to people in Queens. Oh, go about his business, <laughs> and then he would record people like saying certain things and some of it was from the script and then he'd listen back to it. Oh, but I, 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 I don't know if I like him more for that. I fucking, I'm turning around. I fucking love him. I think that's I think sick. Excuse, to, um, excuse me. Just going yeah. some fucking... Hello, love. Get mugged. <laughs> well, I, I, I think for me, it's the, the surprise comes from him, him and his background, his previous films, and then watching this and being like, oh, he's actually not just a franchise teen movie yeah. kind of guy. Yes, he, he actually can face. do a good job. Um, the the interesting story, and I think this is the one that Luke will hate the most. 
um, <laughs> comes from this guy I've mentioned, Buddy Duress, a couple of times, and I, I didn't really know much about him up until about a couple of hours ago. Sorry, uh, before sorry, just quickly before Buddy Duress sounds like a character on the Abyss. That's it, true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. No, I'm with that. Buddy Distress. <laughs> um. So, Buddy Duress. So they made what's the oh fuck what's the, the so they make this film Heaven Knows What, and that's their first feature, right? And this is this is based on this girl's biography of her life as like a heroin addict on the streets as homeless um and they make this film about her and just about just before they're about to make this film like they're doing the whole pre-production thing and they meet her friend buddy duress uh and they start chatting to him uh and they they like his kind of demeanor new vibe and whatever and they get on with him and they they decide to cast him for their first feature where it turns out is Bonadress is a heroin and smack addict who also lived on the streets with this girl and whilst living on the streets uh, he, he'd been in prison already a couple of times uh, Rikers 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 yeah, Rikers, Rikers Island, Rikers yeah. Island. Been there. So he's, he's already been in prison a few times he's done his bit and whatever and and just before they're about to make this film he he is institutionalized in the same way well, kind of in the same way as uh, in Good Time, that uh, he is, he either fa- um, either faces two two years in prison or he faces like ten months um, doing rehab, and then he's like obviously rehab. They drop him off at the rehab center, and uh, they say to him, "You're getting, you know, someone's going to come and see you and take you on." He sits there for an hour. No one comes. He runs. He's then on the run for the next like year. And in that year, they shoot this film, Heaven Knows What. And supposedly, the running joke was, they say to him, buddy, you can't get arrested because if you do, the film's fucked. So they knew he was on the run. And they knew. <laughs> so what this, is the where, this, this is where this story comes. And then, Isn't that obstruction then, of life? Yeah, that's the complicit. <laughs> No fucking accessories yeah. to. So I don't. So so. Housing and outlaw. That's how they how they met him. Um, hey, that, and that's then, a cool story. I like that. I don't think that's douchey. And I'm worried about getting a permit to shoot on the streets of Ealing. <laughs> <laughs> Use your production to literally hold a fugitive. Yeah, fugitive. Fucking hell! I'm gonna put a tripod, Jesus, down on on a pavement somewhere. <laughs> Refer to that story. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't mind that story. That's that's okay. un, unabashedly entertaining. As this is, as this this film is. And so that's an actor. Is that the guy in Good Time? So, who's who's the? So he's just the Good Times. You know the, the 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 guy who gets broken out who isn't the brother. Yeah, that's uh, him. That is buddy. Oh. That is buddy Duress. Is that why they covered uh, his face? Because he's... he's still on the run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know if he's actually back in prison because then I started looking at. Um, like into it a bit more and there's like no wikipedia on him so i couldn't like you can't really see much about him but there's like a youtube series which is like with buddy duress in rikers and it's like a three-part like interview thing and it looks like it's all on like basically facetime with him whilst he's in rikers episode, i don't know if he's still there now yeah 
But he's yeah, he's, he's, he's been in jail. <laughs> he's been in jail um, eight times. Don't have one. <laughs> the magic been in jail to eight, eight times. Prison. <laughs> he's a uh, yeah, drug addict. Shop. He's he, his main thing is shoplifting. Mm. I think, and that's why he's been in like so many <laughs> times. Is that it's just like larceny. He gets caught and then goes back, and it's only a small demeanor. But um, I think the last one was that he was forging his mother's signature on checks, uh, and she then turned him in. And I think that was the one that set him like, set him uh, to, to avoid and run away from prison. I did a similar thing. But it was my my school planner. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I've done a couple of PE notes like that in the, back in the day. Yeah, and on my long hair. Refused to participate. (laughs) (laughs) And one day you shaved it off and started doing deadlifts. Yeah. Look at you now, mate. Look at at how far I come. Look at me now, Ma. Um, Yeah, because they do spend a lot of time on on old Buddy, don't they? They give him a nice little flashback. Mm. Did, Did anyone, did that take. Did, were people because the first time I watched it, I was confused at that flashback, meaning like, why are we watching this guy's life story? Um, but it makes sense. I was on the second time around, I was a little bit because he starts the whole thing was like, oh, I can't remember anything, mm. and then he basically remembers the entire night <laughs> and tells <laughs> tells it. But I, I, I like those kind of mm. little stories within the story, yeah, sometimes yeah. like when they're narrated, I think they're. Yeah, they're cool. I, I liked it because it was if it, it uh, for me it felt like it, we were like remembering with him as he's going on. Mm. But he's he, got a great voice, yeah, for narrating it. So it's good, so Italian. He um, so they the the Stephanie said that he did that monologue in one take. Wow, of course and he did because he's it. so used to doing it. What his story. Monologue. Well, that story. He's yeah. probably told right. that monologue on the streets so parties. many times. Yeah, that's a party, dinner party story. He said, "Yeah." The um, did you talk about the guy who runs the bail bonds place? That he was he was meant to be some actually well known actor who they didn't reveal who it was, um, but then for some reason this famous actor couldn't do it, and they just used the real guy who ran the shop so the guy you see yeah but i mean he's got a great face for it no he looks so like seedy underbelly of the of the city kind of it just wouldn't be right if if that if that bloke was an actor it's fucking fucking john goodman yeah michael Michael, Michael keaton sitting there yeah you you couldn't do a better job than he does yeah couldn't ask for more couldn't ask for more yeah so i'd be more of a bail bondsman he's like i am Mm. It's like that in, in Uncut as well. They're very, very, very good at, at casting. Like, it's just, yeah. that just ordinary type people. Mm. And that it's so good when you're not in a film like this, yeah. that where you're not like, oh, I know him, I know him, I know him. Yeah. Well, they, and they, they put they, one they, celebrity in. Mm. It's good. Talking, Luke saying about putting a tripod in Elin, um, they didn't, a lot of the places they didn't um, pay for locations. It was like in the, in a lot, a lot of the places, um, it was the the crowd around them were just normal, real people. And then, like, say in, the, wonder, in, the, so in the shopping fun, center, fun to shoot. I was wondering, the shopping center, they hired, stuff, though. 
Well, I think Sorry. there must but I don't know because you must have to sign a release clause now. If, if you're in a public place and you, you don't need consent. Um, even as the public, if you're in that film, I think you... I think I think public places mm. you're you're already given consent to film. I don't know what it's like in New York. That's true. So from from behind the scenes, from like some of the Jackass movies, they always had to get consent, written consent from the people who were in the scenes. Really, I I would I would assume there is something like that. Because mm. in the and I also the, think for reality TV, they always have like a production assistant who runs around. Is runs back and and gets the signatures from the people who were there. Maybe it's also just like a insurance thing, like a, you know, you can sue now or something like that, mm. just to save the hassle, even though it's technically legal. I don't know. With the with the when they're running through the shopping center after they've done the um, robbery, that the the policemen are real policemen that they'd hired, and they hadn't like cordoned any of the shopping center off and when the yeah. policemen are chasing um our pats supposedly people were trying to tackle the police <laughs> just like or like oh trip them over so oh they wouldn't God. catch oh. catch the, the criminal and apparently <laughs> wow. no one no one recognized that it was robert patterson um That's so, so when someone had someone had said to him uh, when they were in a lift because uh, they knew there was a film going on, but they thought it was um, uh, Bradley Cooper in it. And they asked if he was Bradley Cooper's security guard. <laughs> but I think, I think it's like, it, these little stories, whilst they're, some of them are a bit like, as you said, trendy or a bit bashy. Like, it's, it's props to the way that they make the film. No, absolutely. I'm with it. With yeah, the budget that, sounds, that it's yeah, got, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah definitely. We can all relate to having to do stuff cheap, like yeah, none of boy, us have been given me. millions of dollars. Like <laughs> fucking hell, we're going through it right now. It's it's impossible to get funding, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, no props to them. They made it. And they did what they set out yeah. to do. So, shout out to the Safety brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. Means good a lot job. coming from us. <laughs> We've given you the uh, semi-professional certificate. You got the stamp of approval. You got the half stamp of approval. It's low budget, but it's not nothing. No, it's two million dollars. Like, was yeah, it, drop in the ocean. Was it one or two? Well, it's a lot thought, of cash. I it was one mil. No, oh. two mil. Two. I I didn't need that much. Is this the kind of movie where where um, Robert Pattinson didn't get a salary, mm. or he got like? I think he got a, t- a tidy little one. Right. No, because if he's emailing, right, I don't. I'm not against it, but it, I was a bit like, if he's emailing them, it's a bit. Uh, or Robert Pattinson can pick whatever film he wants to do. He, like, he attached his contract he can, to the to the email. He, he he can find the quirkiest people and email them and you know. Oh, oh I'm really into. Didn't he do it exactly the same with Robert Eggers in the Lighthouse? Yeah. Wasn't there a story like that that he tried to get in touch with him? So he's like. Seeking out the directors he wants to work yeah. with. Yeah, he was like That's saying cool. that he wanted to do like the craziest and wackiest thing mm. that he can, and that the lighthouse was the one that he uh, found. But yeah, yeah, I I love the Buddy Dress story. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still in prison, but 
pray for pray for uh, buddy pray for buds that could be a t-shirt that we do in the future very good get buds out buds out that's nice the 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 function the function of the it being another guy i i thought of like what do people think the function of him being the wrong wrong dude is is it just another obstacle I had, I, had a, I had a theory that I picked up on only the, sec- the second time is is that he he wants his brother back and but he's he because lo- he loves his brother but he can't love his brother the way that he needs to be loved he has he has to eventually give him up like he's he's a like bad news for his brother he will only get his brother in shit and he needs to give him up and give him away yeah and picking up a guy from the hospital helpless dude. And by the end of it, getting the guy in a situation where he's fucking jumped off the, um, uh, off the building, mm. uh, like m- there may be drawing a metaphor of anything that, then the may- maybe the realization at the end of the closing scene is the realization of like anything oh, that he he touches just goes to shit. That could have been mm-hmm. his brother falling. Yeah, off that could have been his brother, and it would have been his brother because, well, in in a, in a kind of weird way, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that easily could have been his brother. That's a good shout. Um, but I only got that the second time, which I think is why I enjoyed it more. Um, mm. I was thinking more about the, the story because I thought the the first yeah, time I thought Buddy was way out of nowhere. Because I think it could have, like, whilst this is the story that we follow, had he managed to get his brother out, he still they still would have been on the run. That would have been it, always, wouldn't it? So it's, yeah. it it would have still meant that they would have had to. Like the tension was still there, they still have to make like these yeah. uh, decisions to whatever it was, make more money or. Mm. Well, I think what Nick said is the stakes are fairly low for our Pats in this film, and the only stakes he has is to get his brother out. Otherwise, he'd just run off forever, mm. and his like life is not endangered. And it's only towards the end of the film when they get into the security guard's flat where they where we well, I guess we see it before, but the fact that. The, people, the police are looking for Rob Pattinson isn't mm. is shown on the news but it's not reflected in their surroundings because they're in like obscure areas of New York I guess it there wouldn't be just police everywhere but like they could have enhanced that pressure on him because mm. it felt like he had kind of free reign of the night after that you know mm-hmm. and even mm. even when he was posing as a security guard it didn't really feel like he was on the run like even posing, even dressed up in that security guard's outfit, like you want to feel some sort of tension of people like figuring out who he is, like giving giving him in the second look on the street and stuff. But because it was like late at night, um, all in the shadows, hair. it was kind of yeah. I guess he truly changed his hair. There is, but, I mean, um, there's, yeah. there's the the scene with the girl where his face comes on the TV and then gives you a little snog. He does, and she's just the minor five. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. don't want to hear what he has to do to get into character for that <laughs> in, in the two months prep. That's the one thing he doesn't tell on camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How would uh, so how would how would you think he is or supposed to be the characters? Twenty two. Yeah, twenty two, twenty four. Early twenties. I'd say a little. I'd yeah. say a little bit older. Yeah, I felt it, it like it, it, they they look like twenty eight or something like that. I thought like mid mid to late twenties. 
was dating Jennifer Jason Lee, who's about 72. <laughs> Still looks great. No uh, shots fired at Jennifer uh, Jason. Uh, I yeah. love the the depth of and the of that relationship in such a short amount short amount of time. Of this woman yeah. with a mother, and it's like yeah, it's such a fucking yeah, I, nightmare. Oh, it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad, but they just it's do it so, oh, so quick, like quickly, just bring oh, you into their life. Jason, it's like, yeah. I um, I had a, I had a similar situation to that at one point when <laughs> no. I was working in the no no. Well, I was working in the Apple store, and um, <laughs> it was we just opened up. It was like a Thursday morning or something like that. It was, uh, I think, nine a.m. and a mother and a son came in and they'd obviously been drinking all night and the son had somehow convinced his mother that she was going to buy him an iphone (laughs) and that that, like yeah no because they they looked like she shouldn't be able like she shouldn't just be buying an iphone right now they they didn't look like they had that kind of money and he was being so it felt like he was like an abusive kind of emotionally abusive situation and i had yeah yeah, exactly and i got very (laughs) throwback vibes from (laughs) from this scene where the mom where he's trying to manipulate the girlfriend into like paying this insane amount of money from the from the um from the mom's credit card and stuff like that it's uh that's really funny triggered some real real memories it was tragic as well no, and I, I I went to speak to my boss. I was like, I don't think because they wanted to buy a, a contract, mm. all right? And like legally, you're not allowed to buy a contract if you're inebriated because you don't know what you're doing mm. and stuff like that. And I said, like, I think I can't. I don't want to sell them this thing. And my boss was like, Are they going to take the insurance with the phone? And like oh, that was all what he was a scumbag, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Name yeah. and shame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that good. was fucked up. It's fucked up. It made me really sad, actually. That's very proper depressing. Yeah. Oh. And you t- you yeah. turn for a little bit of humanity, and you get none. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking celibate. Exactly. <laughs> Just capitalism. <laughs> the bottom yeah. line. You go to the authority figure that's, that's supposed to tell you to do the right thing. <laughs> that's yeah. like a an advert for capitalism. It's like the yeah. opposite of a heartwarming John Lewis Christmas advert. The twist <laughs> is, are they going to get the insurance in the phone? End yeah. advert. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where we make the real money. You know, the margin on these iPhones, they're nothing. We make money with the insurance policies on the iPhone. <laughs> Fuck that store. Anyway, it wasn't Apple. It was a, a, a premium Apple licensed reseller, <laughs> which maybe makes this that. less... less <laughs> Um, just give it a bit more. Paint the picture a bit more. It gives it more character. Yeah, it yeah. has more good time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the real it one. could have been Apple Store would be short... like middle of a shopping center, whereas mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be down some weird alleyway that yeah isn't quite in yeah. the center. It's of much the more semi pros. Um, do we think that the the shots behind me, uh, helicopter or drone? Helicopter. What do we think? Helicopter. Is this film budget? Yeah, that's what I thought as well. You couldn't How are you just gonna get a film camera on on a little drone. Or, or, or actually, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> there was. There was... Though, you would never get. Yeah, yeah. The, the opening shot definitely looked like a helicopter. 
That's mm. probably stock footage, you know, where it's daytime and it goes into the zoom yeah. into the building yeah. or zoom and hover. Yeah. Yeah. That's not very cool, so. Yeah. Anyway, I like those I like those shots with the cars driving where we zoom out yeah. and then we follow the car and we mm. zoom back in. So it's mm. like a little breather, but it shows the shows the surroundings quite nicely. They, they really know how to... Sorry, Matt. No, no, go on. I'll just say, stuff like that, they really know how to put their stamp on it, don't they? And it's it's very mm. unique. And those those devices have, haven't... Ever, like, they've not, not ever been used, but it's in combination with the music. And there's just a certain rhythm they find in their films. I've only seen two of them, the mm. most recent two, yeah. obviously. But it just seems that they... It's as very smart as directors to hone in on one thing because i think it's really difficult to decisively say well, this is what we want to do and this that seems the strength of them is they've gone right we're going to make it in this style we're not going to veer from this we're not going to try and be versatile we're not going to try different things we're just going to do what we do i think that's that's that puts you it stands you in good stead in the industry when people can go oh the safety brothers they do this yeah like yeah. when you get given a script at a studio sure. they're more likely to just to, to chuck you that one thing rather than ah oh, they could do it it's in their wheelhouse you know they've got a very mm. specific remit and when you watch one of their things you you definitely know it's them because mm, they said that's why they did so many shorts they, they classed this as their first uh film, like film true vision yeah their first like proper proper movie and right. they said themselves that they were adamant on on learning the craft in shorts and understanding who they were how they would like yeah. to tell, how they like to tell stories makes um, sense which yeah shows that does make a sense. lot extremely strong first well I haven't seen the first one but this and uncut mm. they're so strong yeah they have their voice already do we know if they have anything in in the works i did any upcoming any upcoming projects I, I did i did see season four of stranger things on netflix now <laughs> No, I'm joking. Is it now? <laughs> no, no. It's um, already out, isn't it? Oh, shit. oh, you're saying that Zach needs to do it? Oh, fuck you. Excited, had, you had me there. I thought there was a new series. <laughs> and now we know how much Matt loves Stranger I Things. Keep up to, keep, I love Isla. Keep up to date with it. Man, I'm with you. You gotta know what yeah. the kids are talking like about. One, one was, I really enjoyed one. They're obviously getting worse all the time, like every season, but. <laughs> They're obviously no. getting worse. You gotta stay in the loop. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, it'd be interesting if they can stick with this visual style and really kind of make it last or if this is going to become a thing that really dates these two movies as movies of like the, you know, like late 2015 to Mm. 2019 era, like because that's that's the other thing that could happen with finding a very strong style that really puts your movie into like a certain time and um, dates it okay quite but, you know what i mean yeah. i would Who agree if go on, no i'd agree if it was of the style of the time but i feel like we've come mm. so far it any style is is now like you couldn't say oh that film's from 2000 i guess you could but these films are so of themselves like you couldn't pin a date on them i don't feel like right maybe that's the uniqueness to the directors themselves like an like an eggers you couldn't say that, oh, clearly these are films of 
2010s to 2020s because they're so they could have been made in like any time especially something like the lighthouse is such a specific vision maybe dating is the wrong word but like it, it it would like lock it into a certain period of i don't know how to how to really put it but like it could also be a negative thing to have this very strong one visual style like it's not only a good thing it like, can also true you could pick like, lock you, could you pigeonhole in. yourself you mean yeah, yeah, yeah exactly because these two films hard to break out of yeah, it. yeah yeah uncut and good time are similar in a lot of ways yeah and is is that and, it is that they're going to be the yeah yeah is that going to be them could they exactly. could they try and do something yeah so in a, in a different male lead bodgers like oh, and then they should make a film about my dad <laughs> <laughs> rushing around um, spinning plates because then at a, a certain point, the movies aren't going to be like, you know what you're in for. Mm. You're in for yeah. a stressful 90 minutes. And like at, at a certain point, you'll need something else that gets people back into, well, or mm. push the button I on found, Netflix. I, I felt weird that they hadn't done more films prior to this because of the kind of reputation that they have of the kind of film that they do. I imagine that they had done already a few films and I was just new to these guys and how they made their films. Mm. Uh, and same and what you're saying, Nick, I, I think now finding out that, that these are their team, like this and, and Uncle Gems are their main two, it does feel a little bit like I really enjoy both, but is their next going to just be same or the same? Yeah. And I think Good Times, uh, no, not Good Times, um, Uncut Gems was definitely a, I think it's the better movie out of the two. Yeah. I think it's more, it's like they refined the craft that they started in, in this one, or I guess they start with all their short films, but mm. it's more refined and it's more stressful and, you know, better like character. It's, it's, a, it's a bit more of Adam Sandler in that movie is just great. Yeah. It's an interest, more of an interesting story, I think, because with this Good Time, it's uh just uh, kind of a getaway film like it's yeah. on the run whereas at least with Uncle James it's got that weird kind of enigma to it of the, the, of, yeah. the of the gem itself and, and yeah. having uh, the basketball player in it and just his life being literally on the edge of, of the knife or what do you call it in English knife edge, is yeah. that knife edge <laughs> um, you know like it could go wrong any second there's so many things that are thrown into his path that he kind of needs to juggle and it just keeps it so stressful well, i think the characters in a, in are what's good and entertaining you way f- you feel that because you know you know adam sandler's character in that in this i feel like you're just zoomed in on these two randomers and which you don't mm. know anything about and you go through a night of their life mm. whereas in uncut gems the guy's got a family uh, you even yeah, go into his like his his affair. Yeah. It's more of a story. The problem I have with Good Time, and I already found it on the second watch, is it's quite a fleeting. It's quite uh, like instant gratification kind of film. It's like yes. it's not going to last. It's you're you're there for a good time, not a long time. Oh, and I feel like zing. <laughs> I feel like in Uncut Gems, I could revisit it. But it still has diminishing returns because it's a thrill. They are thrill ride films, and it's it's difficult because that is what they're going for. Yeah. But I think when you have a la- a lack of depth of character like Robert Pattinson, 
is you, you you can only go back for so much more because there's not much more to find out about him. Mm. Whereas the, well, the character you, of Adam Sandler is a lot more to unpack. With um, to uncut. with this one, a, a good time. Because <laughs> I there's something I always remember from um, three billboards, and I found it so oh, intelligent really? that we really? spoke about <laughs> how the it suicide. wasn't the, the the the. It's not about her. It's her. She hasn't really got much of an arc. It's about. Sam Rockwell, who's got the biggest arc uh, in okay. the film, nice. and I, I don't know, I, I, I found that just, just really intelligent, and I always almost look out for that mm. now, not for everything, but then when I, when I kind of see for this, it's like, Arpet's, he's a scumbag from the start, and he stays a scumbag, so I kind of look out for where. Who who has the biggest arc, or like, who has the biggest change of a character in the film? Mm. And if we're kind of in this conversation now, where we're comparing Uncut Gems to uh, Good Time, I think for this is like, I guess the only thing for him is, uh, like Matt's series about that, his only real arc is him, I guess, letting go of his brother. Yeah. But yeah, I but, don't see anything your... else. Like it, it keeps me going. It keeps me excited throughout the whole film. Mm. But I don't see don't... much change of him throughout. It's still a constant barragement of him being a scumbag. Well, that's quite cryptic. That that um, that realization, that arc. If that is yeah. if that is what it is, because he did get caught. If he gave himself in in some way, or gave yeah. up the fight then that would be his realization but yeah you're right he got caught he didn't he didn't come to that realization and let his brother go his brother's more or less taken by virtue of He's him being caught. forced into it yeah yeah i love the it's payoff of his brothers like you could say that his brother has more of an arc than he does but then right. you don't you don't well, he's not he's <laughs> so passive though isn't yeah he? he's not capable of almost having an arc he mm. just the system brings him back and it's almost like the events of the story are, are more of the character than the characters are. And the events of the story have an arc which bring him back to the rightful place. Like, Robert Pattinson deserves to go to prison. He does. This mm. guy deserves to be out of prison and Getting be in care, needs, which yeah. he does, yeah. So it's almost like the the characters don't drive the right things, but they all just turn out that way mm. through virtue of of events happening. I love that scene at the end. I think it's one of the strongest moments. Yeah. Like you could easily have ended the film on our Pats in the, in the police car. I think it would mm-hmm. be such a, a weaker ending without the seeing, um, what's his name's character get, get the help at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Nikki and Connie. Connie is Robert Pattinson. And oh, his Nikki name's, is- uh, Constantine, isn't it? Hmm. What is he, Greek? Name? Should not have said Poppy. Yeah, they're Greek. Yeah. Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Keanu Reeves <laughs> flick. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're Should Greek not. because because the grandma's really Greek as well, isn't she? She's got a really Greek name on the oh, on the she? TV and she's got a thick accent and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that name um what was the other film we did? Cosmopolis. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. The ending is is really good. And you need that because it is 
meant to be all about the brother. Mm-hmm. And I think you definitely lose that drive in the last half because it comes about comes about Robert Pattinson more than about mm. saving the brother. They, they keep it up so a, it's good. a bit with the flashbacks. I mean, the, the cutaways to the prison. Where he fucking takes the control. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's really that early movie. on, isn't it? Isn't that super early on? That's good. That's so uh, it's like crazy. the whole first montage. <laughs> yeah. Because it's still... It's still and there's the, the one where he talks on the phone. Mm. Where he's talking to grandma. He's yelling at grandma. Mm. You don't love me. Oh. You don't love me. <laughs> I love this, it. You know, I this, love this. I, yeah. I love the end scene. I, I would not change it, but I, I mean, that's what kind of also makes it a little bit of a trendy film is this kind of like moment for all audiences to be like, oh, oh yeah. okay. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's all right in the world. I don't know oh, if that's it's all trendy. a bit sad. <laughs> I think more trendy to end it on a dour note. It's like, oh my God, this has to be so dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Insecurity coming through. <laughs> I can unpack that more, actually. It's all good. It's a safe we space. Have, we haven't unpacked, unpacked the um, the hair dye, or will that come in on trio? Yeah. And, so, and it was the deal. What, I, I didn't understand that. Why? So, he dyes his hair there, which is all for me, like just from a rational, just like, why would you even have the. The audacity to go into somebody's closet and yeah, use their hair dry. <laughs> so blase. And then just casually yeah. apply it and be like, well, I just dyed my hair. Yeah. And then she says, <laughs> I really hope you didn't use the stuff on the the bottom, which I didn't like. What was that? And did he use that stuff on the bottom? It's just the stock prices of the airplanes on downsizing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a big gripe. I was just because I was waiting for something bad yeah, to happen. To I, I need yeah, to know what she, happened next. She mentions it right, but there's no there's no consequence to it. There's no no. I feel like that's in, that's improv that that it seems like a significant line, but it's said in improv that has no bearing realism. on the yeah realism right. on the script. Well, I, actually, on that point, I did read that um, only um, only Buddy Duress and Arpats actually got the script. Everyone else didn't, and they were just told like kind of the feeling and to improvise yeah. everything else. And then, and then, uh, obviously, Arpas and are also just, just supposed to react to that. So maybe it's just an improvised line yeah. that just didn't mean anything. That's ballsy on film. That mm. is. Just be like, mm, just, just wing it. Riff. Yeah. Just wing it. Because well, like, loads I, of them were non-actors. No, they were all like just normal that's, people. That's or so were risky. They then. Actors. Just yeah. normal people improving on film. Like the Bonds, Bonds guy, for example. Yeah, but the, their argument but would be he, that they're no, playing say, themselves well, or a like version Luke of themselves. Said, yeah, he's like, he can't, he's, a, he's already a Bondsman. What all he's got to do like, is... If you give a script to an actor, they're going to freak out more than just being themselves. Mm. Like, it's one thing to get comfortable True. on camera. That's fine. You can do that without rolling. Um, <laughs> we're rolling. No, you're not. I can see the red light. Yeah, we don't want to waste it. <laughs> no, we are rolling. Um, but... They, yeah. I mean, if you gave an act, uh, gave a non-actor the script, it's kind of, it's interfering with it. Yeah, it's it's more. It's, it's not a comfort. It's, it's more daunting, if anything. I'm thinking it's about true. it more, hitting yeah. their lines. Jake Lloyd star. Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they live on the moons of Diego, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the deep space pilots talking oh, about my it. Days, bro. 
like red, you know, reading, reading. Well, Blank Check have a thing where they're like, it's definitely that there's two types of kid actors, like one, one, some, some just get left to it. And then there's others with the really pushy parents who go through the lines over and over and over again in the trailer before. And like, he'd obviously been coached to death by his, by not the director, but his parent before and just turned up and said, said it with all the same inflections. And behind the scenes, he's got like an eight-head management team around him, Entourage. like Jake Lloyd does. Hey. Yeah, mm. Jesus. So yeah, there's a lot of training going on there. Anyway, Would now be a good time to do trio. <laughs> I'll kick, it, I'll kick it off. I have one at hand. Just the soundtrack in, in general. I had fucking... It was it was like Japanese video game slash New York night in the future. It was, it was weird and cool and it, like a unique choice for this movie. And it was a... I fucking loved it. If you like the soundtrack here, we're going to have to poppy Mandy even sooner because yeah. there's a lot of parallels there. <coughs> yep. Uh, I'll follow I'll just um, agree with that I have that as well Mm. just the the music in general is very good and the way that there's no music in the the house scene where he's with the the 16 year old girl Mm. that whole scene is without music and it's like resting then it goes back into the no um I'd say the, the 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 therapy game at the end Great game, Matt. And I can, uh, just I can the, see it re- relating to, we do to it? just the game so, itself, yeah. <laughs> not not the scene, so just the one, game. Yeah, one end of ours. Yeah, the game itself. Yeah. If we're getting into because I I feel like I'm very vague on trios. I want to do broad strokes, so I'm going to get more specific. Yeah, my yeah resolution. Yeah. So I think the game, the you, game. You didn't like the colors in Good Time. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just the vagary, just the, uh, the, the colours. Walk to the other end of your screen if you didn't like the colours. Huh. Oh, I just thought I found that, that very interesting insight into therapy with you know, with, yep. with people of not... challenged... And it's a great tool for exposition as well in how, he, mm. how he's thinking about his brother because it was like, Brilliant. have you yeah. ever been emotionally whatever or taken advantage of? Or... Mm. But you, can, you can see the way like he, he's just like thinking it through. And he's yeah. now put in this, like, yeah, it's institution, but it's the, it's the right place for him to be in. And I think yeah. he can realise and address that and, and start thinking that through. And this kind of, this, it's the physical action of him having to move from across the room, of him starting to make his own physical decisions, which I guess for so long he's relied on his brother to tell him what to do and what he needs to do. Mm. Whereas now it's like, cross the room if you've lied. And it's like, he has to make that yeah. action and that and that movement, mm. to uh, uh, which is which is him understanding that cognitively. Have, have you lied? Yes. So he's got to walk across the room. Mm. Because physically... Because he can't pushed, communicate it. Yeah. And he's been pushed yeah. and pulled around by his brother right at the beginning. Like, wait here. No, come on, hurry up. All that. And for him to... Well, on, on, 
on that note, I'll, uh, my first first like would be um, when they do the bank robbery and he starts to run. And he just tells him that he doesn't need to run. Mm-hmm. That's touch. My my second is the the confidence of not only Benny but the the film just to start for someone who's not really an actor but to start like this on his face as he's mm. as he's acting in a something that there could be quite a lot of eggshells and I mean it's it's upset some critics but I think it was great but the confidence of that itself and a slow a slow zoom out. <laughs> A slow zoom Not out. Only do we talk down to directors? We we shit on critics, as well. <laughs> <laughs> which has upset some cock critics. Yeah, some of our colleagues. I love <laughs> um, and this the slow zoom out. I always love a um, no. This much is true. I love sticking on the face. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and a slow zoom out, and just on him. I thought that was very confident and uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is the 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 color bomb there's a shot where we see the color the smoke of the color smoky stuff coming out of the limousine when the car is crashed in i like that shot a lot it's quite cool it's a good shot who said uh it might ruin someone's life the 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 confidence of the the bank lady to Mm. show the bag so she's she's done a bit she can do and then they like obviously want more and he's like I don't know if they're trained as as people who work in banks but like her confidence Definitely. to like be like okay I know what I'm going to do now I'll, I'll give you the money but I'm going to hide this smoke bomb under the cash she shows it to them and they're like yeah they get what they want but mm. the underlying thing is they've been duped mm. Mm. And there's also it's it like it seems like their policy would be like there's policies in place for different scenarios. So if they just walk up, you give them what you have in the register and you don't give them more unless they actually say that they have a gun. Then you can give them more. Like it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. I love Nick so- getting so into policies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they must have a thing in place where yeah. if one thing happens, you have to do this. Yeah, it's actually written. That they have to follow. Uh, no, nobody find that interesting. No, just me. All right. Oh, it is good. It is good. I just to that scene as well. Actually, the the tension that's drawn out by them having to write notes rather than it mm. being a bust in. Give me all your money. It's like everything's mm. through the physical motions, passing it through the little slot. Mm. What's she written next? She wrote a number. Love her. Subtext. Is it like Gosling yeah. placing the pines? Everybody get down on the fucking floor! <laughs> and his voice breaks. Yeah. I love it. Uh, uh, throwing up in the truck. They get stuck Great. on the top of the. Anyway. Is it yeah. Matt or is I it think it's sure, girl. Uh, supporting characters being real people mm. is so good. There's a bunch of films I like do this we found this having another one Bell Bondsman was strong just a guy doing his I think if you have characters who are not going to express wild personalities but just do their jobs just cast the guy that does the job like seem like it always reminds me of the uh, the My country. abortion oh. sorry <laughs> no. the abortion in no country for old men 
<laughs> um, <laughs> abortion in Blue Valentine, where, where the doctor is obviously. You know, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But the Bell was great. I, I thought you were going to say abortion in the fly. Yeah. I thought you were going to say <laughs> can't give out that information. That fat woman in the Oh, country. in the fly. <laughs> oh, no. Stuck with Matt. <laughs> That's his favorite oh, character in the whole film. But she is a big character, so the the one behind the desk. <laughs> yeah, d- doing an L's. Ah, oh, yeah. 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 In what way, Matt? In every way. Yeah. In the nicest way, in every way. Physically. Oh, that's a throwback. Yes. Jesus Christ! Uh, this is the first episode. All right. Pretty, um, that's Jack. pretty Um My my second is um, when he's in the the house when he's like broken him out and everything is in the girl with the weird mom or auntie I don't know who she was to mm-hmm. the little girl grandma grandma um, and it's, it's she she takes him into the back room it's like the light doesn't work so we use the TV and it was just mm. the TV static oh, no. it's just uh, but spoilers mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that might be on yeah, my that's dislike. Yeah, that's on my dislike. <laughs> oh no! What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's such an obvious thing yeah. of like, how can we make this scene look cooler? It's like, oh, the TV only yeah. is the only light source. Oh, shades yeah. of like blue light. Shades of possessor. <laughs> definitely with Jack there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you guys. I mean, it makes it. But also, the, I the think... split again, predictably. <laughs> predictably, yeah. Me if me. it was like a mansion oh. they did that, I'd be annoyed. But it's it's in keeping with the the state of the house. Yeah. It's believable. It's motivated lighting and in a believable setting. Yeah. What is it? The bulb? Surely it's easier to get a light bulb. Yeah, but your light fixture you use the TV. It's the worst light. Got a lamp. Yeah, but they got bigger issues. The granddad's in hospital. The TV. The TV obviously doesn't work. They got no money, have they? They got to pay for granddad's pills. <laughs> well, so they can't be bothered. Yeah, rats they weren't expecting away. guests. They weren't expecting. Yeah, that, that, that's that's true. They weren't expecting them in that room. So, but I know you. I, I, I know what you mean. I know it's like an obvious. But just as well, they had a cool, things. edgy ambient light in there. But you have to get it in. So and a brainstorming session that happened before that, and then they just all high fived. <laughs> And they shot that scene for TV. <laughs> uh, third up from the desks with massive erections. <laughs> third like is the the tension of the putting a wheelchair up into the bus to take them away from the hospital, and like looking. Oh, have they found me? Like that, that, that's a really tense scene. Like that. That's good. Um, my third one is the the masks they wear in the bank heist those masks are so bizarre and so like obviously you'd wear something like that and they're so just like are they real fake and then you look close and they're like super fake with the glasses as well and uncanny valley. Yeah, i like the way that looks yeah very cool uncanny valley yeah exactly <laughs> i wasn't sure it almost made me sick um, <laughs> is it realistic or <laughs> Um, I like I liked when he was waiting in the hospital room. I like always seeing if the characters go on big journeys like this throughout the night, what they're eating to keep them going. 
because I hate it when you just yeah. don't see characters eat or drink yeah. anything for hours and hours and hours and they're running and running. Mm. So I loved it where, because it served two purposes. It did that, that pragmatism, which pe- pe- normal people I just guess wouldn't give a fuck about. And then two, it, <laughs> and then two, <laughs> it gave him a save, save the cat kind of moment, which is the save the cat. The, the reason it's called that is because early on, if you see a character save a cat, you're on his side, right? You empathize with him because he takes care of other living things and he gives the woman the biscuit or the yogurt or whatever it was i can't remember yeah and then he takes some orange juice yeah that's right (laughs) almost and then he he has some himself and then cracks some. but i like yeah Yeah. (laughs) block of cheese and piece of bread on the (laughs) table couple of parsnips (laughs) but it's just the 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 moment of slowing down i liked because it's such a crazy film yeah. But also serving those two purposes at the same time. He, he had a pragmatic <laughs> shit. Do you think he did that? Obviously, he wants to rehydrate. You're on the run. Yeah. Electrolytes. Yeah. Sugars. A lot, Str- of, a, lot of adrenaline, a lot of sweat. You Stretch your hammies. Stay on top of your, uh, top of your game. <laughs> yeah. um, you think that he did that to help her? Well, he he gave her some. Well, I I took it that he was doing it just to sh- just to kind of shut her up. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's also giving her the juice. I and then, uh, I mean, there well, there are harsher ways to shut her up. It was a kind yeah, way to shut her up. Exactly. I mean, he is helping her out in the way mm. he's feeding her juice. Yes, it also helps him out. Whereas she wouldn't have to call for someone to come in. But I also get the the <laughs> sense where it's like it's like what you were saying with the story with the, the shopping mall. It's like the the New New York in these sub in these places in New York. It's like they're all together in in one. They're all fighting the same cause. It's like she's not going to rat him out. Hmm. It's like that whole thing. If he knows, she knows he's obviously not meant to be there. Look at it, the way he's dressed and everything. Like, but she's not going to rat him out so they, they watch over each other in some sort of way it's also like how the family bring him into the house and just let him stay for hours and hours like who would do that in their right mind but it's it's this thing of the communities against the authority like they're they're anti-police they're anti the, yeah you know yeah First dislike mm-hmm. is one I have to say it's the TV. It's the, uh, it's the static on the TV. Um, yeah, yeah. I felt I felt it too much of an excuse to make it atmospheric and cool. And if there's a plug for the TV, there's a plug for a lamp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and static is such a weird thing to have. Like that's that's like torture stuff. It's not, it's, it's not ple- <laughs> it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. I'd understand it more if it was oh we have no light so it's just the TV and it was just channels I'd get that but Static mm. is such like a, a tropey horror film edgy disturbia type thing 
It was the, I think it was the static, not so much the TV. Oh, it was the I fact that it was static. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you there. Um, and I also have to say, to a degree, I have the same issue maybe with the fun park, Adventureland. Mm -hmm. They obviously put that scene there to have I'm with you there. all the visuals, yep. all the lights and everything. Oh, That's on the, the cheap. reason it's in a fun park. On Sorry? the cheap, most likely, as well. A crappy little fun park, yeah, yeah. budget-wise, yeah. Yep. Uh, was, that, was, that, oh, was that yours? Nick. Yeah, but mine's my official one on record is also the TV. Oh, I don't have to the, go. Uh, the fun park was just an added. Um, I'm going to go with the, the, the wrong person from hospital. It's just, it's the one, uh, the one thing that irks me is, is you find mm. out it's the wrong person, you're like, come on, what? Mm. Like, I understand the yeah, function in the script, that. but it's like, for fuck's sake, like, could you not check, like, look under his mask a little bit? Or just, like, try and talk to him, try and get a grunt out of him. Mm. Like, he doesn't even try, yeah. he just goes into the first room with a prisoner in it and breaks him out. And the bloke is so much smaller than his brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not even the same yeah. build. He yep. just looks at his nose and goes, yeah, it's him. Yeah, the bloke's like mm. tiny and, and his brother's huge, so it's annoying. Uh, um, That's what really annoyed me on the second second watch when I remembered that scene was coming. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> I wish that part wasn't in it. But... Yep, Jack, sorry. Um, I think maybe with the girl and her being left in like the living room with a complete stranger or two complete strangers more of on a yeah parental scale yeah that's nuts when you think about it she, and she conks herself she, out with some sleeping tablets she's the, 16 yeah. i know her, like there are grandparents but you know grandma's just like oh don't don't stay up late or something or like yeah i guess that feeds into the the environment the whole mm -hmm. um, instead of those that ladies don't get pregnant, don't get her pregnant second is it my guy second yeah second is the oh shit I had it Nick you go that's the last one so I have one here and I, I for some reason I can't really remember the scene it just says uh, shoes on bed and I don't know where <laughs> oh yes that is so irritating that's so is that it's the, is, it's when he, which, which scene is that is it with the he girlfriend goes to his girlfriend's house and he goes to the room dude with his and dirty like work boots three dogs on the bed um and yeah. he yeah yeah it's a disrespect <laughs> yeah that's gonna be my second because I don't actually have one that's a great right. one that's that's so good yeah so many films do that as well. And also, yeah. it's, I like, I don't know, I don't know how it's not something you would pick up on on set at the time. Like, what, what benefit does it to for it to stay in the film? Because you don't want to see, you don't want to see characters take their shoes off to go in, especially in a chaotic movie like this. I mean, I get why they do it, but it's just my own, and I'm not OCD at all, but I, I it's my it gets my own hygiene thing yeah 
But you, but Jack, you don't, you don't, re- you don't want to see him like untie his shoes, do you? And take them off. No, of course not. But it's still it's a cutaway like, shot. Him shoot, throwing he, his shoes in the corner. He didn't have to take like he didn't have to put his feet on the bed. He could have just laid across the bed. He yeah. didn't actually have to put his feet. And also, and also, the th- I think that what gets all of us the most is that it's not on top of like the duvet. It's like the sheets beneath. Because yeah. it's kind of like it's like across, and then it's like so. Oh, I was like, no. That's that's no. sacred territory. Need to make a montage. Actually, I'm gonna make a montage. <laughs> that's a good one. There's so many. That's such a good one. People wearing shoes yeah, in bed so movies on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Let's collect. Second, uh, this like is the film was took place over the length of one night, but it felt longer for me. It, it for mm. some reason it it didn't feel like a night, but I don't know what a film over a night feels like to be honest. But but I felt like Victoria. Seen that. Did that feel What's like a night? German film? Oh, is that the one shot? No, oh, no, it's not yeah. one shot. Oh. That is a night. It is a night. Did it? Yeah, it's one shot. Yeah. Yeah, this felt longer. I don't know why, but it felt like. Maybe because in narrative you have to have like breaks and they were following those lulls and. I don't know. I had the same thing really because I. I um, when they arrive at the grandma's house, I checked the time because uh, I took a quick bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was only 40 minutes in and I felt like wow so much has already happened up till here and there's still so much to go so yeah I agree like time mm. it feels like there's more than the time it should be mm. like more is happening yeah, yeah and I suppose yeah, they go they, there's a point of them going to bed right so that's what like six hours. Yeah. But then there's still there's still a lot of stuff that happens throughout that night. So like, they go to the park. Yeah. yeah. I think also they, they tell that a lot of time passes when they're waiting in the security guards flat, no? Because the guy gets full on drunk there, doesn't he? Yes. And like yeah. at that point it's already doesn't he say something like it's nine AM? Like where, like when the guy is trying to get the the money out of the bank, yeah, isn't it like nine a.m. or something like that? Jesus Christ, what, it's nine a.m. Like I, it f- feels like it should be still in the evening or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, um, was it my last one or no? no yeah, just, last that was your that was your second, no? Hmm. No, I think that's. No, because I did shoes on bed, TV, and now I'm my... Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah, Matt, yeah. you just did your I, third one, right? Uh, second. No, you're right. Luke. Luke, have what? you done your second? Oh, uh, no. Uh, the black eyes oh. in this, and the, the just facial damage, scarring, and bruising in general is so over the top. Yeah, yeah. we get it. It's gritty. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Like, they're... The, the amount of facial damage in this is so it's just too much you've got Buddy Duress who looks like he's dressed up for Halloween <laughs> and to be fair thingy that goes into prison you probably would get bashed about quite a, a bit if he's just going around without any social cues changing the channel just trying to willy nilly but yeah I mean there's only so much your face can show oh, just, it, just, it was distracting like all jokes yeah. aside, it was just a bit distracting, especially for old buddy boy. Mm. Like a fucking eye patch. Like. 
Um, I think maybe my last. Maybe trying to use the dirty money and like stashing it in dominoes in the roof and come back for it. Because once that mm. thing's gone off, you know that's dirty money. There's not like there's I don't know. Mm. I've never seen that enough times before. That like that's a that's a bank thing. Yeah. And once it's stained, once it's stained money, you can't get that out. That's it. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I just caused or committed that crime, I wouldn't try and go back for it or have it with me. I guess he's gonna. Mm. He hasn't had the chance to, to rifle through every note. If you were desperate, if you could get twenty notes that are stainless. Mm. But Sweet. I agree, it's just so hot to to do that. So you have to get that one. And he leaves paint all over that ceiling tile. Oh, that stressed yeah. me out, that bathroom. Puts it in. in that bathroom. It's yeah. like, there's red paint. It's literally like pointing up to the ceiling tile where he's putting and it then, in. And then when he brings it back down, the, like, the paint dust falls on him again. And like, goes on his, it's not like he's right. careful with it. It's not like he's turned mm. up with like rubber gloves. Because mm. there's that, I know there's that, um, what's that stuff? Uh, I'm I'm waiting for a joke here. There's that magic water that they put on metal that once you've touched this metal, like you can't you can't rub it off, and they shine like a UV light on that your hands. So we call all chemicals magic water. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's called it's it's like magic water. I can't remember, but they have it on a lot of like um. At train stations. I think it's for like trespassing. Oh, like de uh, declime paint. Ah, oh, declime paint. Black it's paint. it's like uh it's like it's it's um it's translucent, so you can't see it. Oh. But then when when they when you you can you can't rub it off, and you have if, if the police like shine a light Inside. on it, they can they'll uh, yeah. see it. Shine light in trousers. Just lights up. That reminds me of um did anybody ever watch Room Raiders on MTV? Yeah. <laughs> days? Black light kind of, yeah. Black light and the room is filled. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> My final dislike is um the luck of the dog. Because uh, you can I guess you can have luck, but it was so so lucky that the dog was the thing that stopped the um, Buddy's mm. mate from beating him up. The sheer luck of that security guard having a dog in the room with him to protect him, because that was the only thing stopping Thug Guy from coming in and killing him or whatever he wanted to do with them. With Natasha. Natasha, was that the dog? Oh no, that's the no, gun. That was the gun he was going to get. Oh yeah, he does the. Look. Oh, that was, should have put on one of my likes. <laughs> the gestures that he done, he goes. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> You get Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> yeah, you get Natasha. Yeah, Natasha. <laughs> yeah, the luck of the dog. That's my mm. final dislike. Um, my final one is the amount of acid they pour into oh, the security too. guards' mouth. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> is absolutely insane. Yeah, like that dude well, is dead. They would have killed him. <laughs> yeah, it would. He just like go 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 go. It's like. My problem is the waste. 250 mil. You oh, know, that as well. They, they're yeah. trying to sell this stuff and they tip the whole fucking bottle down his neck. Yeah. yeah. I'm always like, oh, why? 
Yeah. And, and when he wakes up, he's just fucking communicating with interdimensional reptilians. He's he's imagine, a, he's yeah. away. Imagine that though. Like you've you've obviously been beaten up by someone, but then unknowingly someone poured acid down your throat. You wake up and you're just tripping balls. Not only that, you're That's restrained. That's a nightmare. Oh. Restrained. You can't move. You could lose your mind forever. That's worse he's than not the captain now. Yeah, he's not the captain now. That's right. Oh, wait. Wanna... Speaking of which, Bill, Bill Cosby's been released from prison. Anybody uh, see that? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what was he in for? Was Speaking it... of waking up when drugged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say smooth bloody so Anybody want a tic tac? <laughs> Did you see the the video of him walking out of the? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he done a little like. He's going into he prison. Done a little dance. Oh Jesus. <laughs> was it? Was it? What did he go in for? Indecent exposure? Was it? No, he, he would oh, like he dr he drug, like drug and rape. Oh, that's America's dad. That's a lot worse. Uh, yeah, yeah. But for some reason, he now got off. Like, did he? Did he actually serve? It? He did serve some time. Yeah, he? he served time. But and now he's been early released. Yeah, there was a right? there was a change in law on the statute of limitations, so that made some of the people that that come out and and what he was charged for or arrested for, like and it's now, out of the statute. Really? Yeah, so it's too old for the, for them to wow. have come forward. And the it's lawyers right. argued if it was true then, then it's true now. So in retrospect, you have to acquit him. Wow. So, right. We see that um, Ghislaine Maxwell's lawyers were kind of trying to get at the same angle. And then they, they quoted the, the Cosby case and stuff like that. Oh, really? Trying to get her off. The no, I, I haven't been mm. keeping up so mm. with Ghislaine Maxwell. No, I just, I just saw that in a little news blimp. Um... Anyway, Luke. No, oh, you had? Did you have the acid as yeah, well? No. Right then. Check. Jack, what's your final dislike? Oh, I don't know. You've only had bad. two. Um. Pick no, I a had, third I had, one. I had three. I had one. I had parental advice. Um. Shoes on the bed and something else. Oh, you're shoes on the bed too. Shoes on the bed. That's right. Sweet. That's right. right. Alright. I wanna Yeah, I'll I'll kick it off with a with a with a strong strong four. I'd say. Very close to three and a half. I would do three seven five, but I can't, so I'm gonna do four. Um I'm going three and a half. Well, oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's just, this is a hard one. It's hard. Um, I might have a good time doing this. I'm good. Yeah. Do you know what? Oh, shit. 3.5. I'm going to have to go 3.5. I feel a bit bad doing that because it felt instinctively a four, but I'm going to go 3.5. Mm. I'm going to go four. I'll go, I don't think there's enough. For me to nitpick or dislike, for me to, to go low. How high is the rewatch urgency for low. everybody? That, that's probably what attributes mm. to. It's annoying, isn't it? Because it 
again, is that because you already know what's going to happen? You know what the... Yeah, I, I think know. so. The thrill yeah, is gone, it's... no? Kind of like, it's a little bit... We know what's happening. What The stress isn't the intense as immediate anymore. Yeah. yeah. If your yeah. film's going to rely on being present, then you suffer the consequences. Whereas mm. the other stories that don't, I can watch happily a million times. Mm. Yeah. That's just the... It's a roller coaster ride. How many times are you going to do the same roller coaster? Well, I'll talk about Colossus Still Park. I've probably done that about <laughs> eight times. That's true. <laughs> Matt, you bloody legend. <laughs> eight times. <laughs> Colossus. Right. All right. So, Alan Barton, uh, so if we're, we're talking about Colossus at Thorpe Park, we went on eight times. Nemesis and Fire Nemesis and Fire They are very Alan Partridge names, aren't they? <laughs> Nemesis and Fire and Colossus have to be some of the top two of my favourite roller coasters. <laughs> uh, very good. Shit. All right. Cool. Next week. Oceans. From from a, a mumbling, jumbling, oh, this is going to go wrong, into a very perfectly executed heist. We, we, we pulled um, it back. That was good, that was good. I'm yeah. fucking so excited. I would just express my excitement for Ocean's Eleven, because even though it's Jack's thing, I've been waiting for... I feel like I'm, this is the one I've been waiting for the whole time. Mm. There's, there's tease. why. There's tease. 30, 30 seconds. Why is, it, why is it so exciting for you? I'll put it this way. My summer without, starts without next spoiling week. because I can't remember too <laughs> yeah, much of I'm it. I'm not going to spoil it, but my mm-hmm. summer starts next week. It's this. It just puts me in the vibe. It's that mm-hmm. dream gaze. It's the the heist. It just puts me in a good mood. The jazz music, everything. Yeah, snappy jazz. Yeah. Flash suits. Brad Pitt eating. What more? Yeah. Sick. Quotable lines. Oh, so quotable. 